0: On Saturdays, we get to talk about movies. It's our Korea on-screen segment in which we try to deconstruct Korean society and culture and learn what we can from the images that are up on the screen. We're joined by our Korean film commentator and filmmaker with great projects in the works, Wonseok Chin. Hi, Wonseok. Hi, how are you? Nice to see you once again. Well, thanks for having me. The moon, the moon is setting on another Chuseok period. We've do had a, a big, long, restful week, have we all? Have we're, we're,
1: we're still, we're still in the 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 long holiday. The long holiday. Yes, yes. I mean, it's ten days long. That's I right. mean, I'm a freelancer, so it doesn't really mean much. But still, <laughs> you know, it is nice. Uh, did you have a good uh, Chuseok?
0: It was real nice. I, um you know, I, I I'm not in an extended Korean family. We didn't have a lot of rituals to do. But uh, I have some friends that are, and I took care of their big old dog while they went away to the Kuhyang, And so I uh, had some uh, quality time with a Jindogye <laughs> over the past couple of days and some relaxation for myself. Very
1: good, very good. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, it's also, uh, like I said, it's a long holiday. So you know, families get together, catch up, and you know. Sometimes, uh, if you're not married, like when are you gonna get married? They'll they'll like question you. But um, it's the grilling period, isn't it? It's yes, like a
0: job interview.
1: Yes, but also, you know, this long holiday means big business in for the movie industry, mm. of course. You know, because you have uh, people are what are going to do? You know, a lot of people go to the movies. Mm. You know, have a uh, holidays and you know days off so this like a
0: miniature week, summer break right yes
1: yes especially when it's 10 day holiday you know mm-hmm. that's huge business uh this week we have four films competing i mean you have more than four films but four major films are competing one of them is a uh, hollywood blockbuster kingsman the golden circle mm-hmm. i'm sure you've heard of that and the fortress or the korean title is namhan sanseong
0: Ah, I've seen posters for that. Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah. So that's based on the bestseller of the true story or true event uh, set in nineteen. Um, excuse me. Set in the seventeenth century. Mm. Uh, it stars uh, Lee Byung Hun and Kim Yun Suk, and uh, it's directed by Huang Dongyao. Bit of an action flick. No, it's not. It's actually a more, it's a period piece and it has some battles, but it's about strategies. It's about, you know, when Korea, Joseon Dynasty, Mm -hmm. where the king was surrounded by the Manchurians, you know, what are you going to do? Are you going to fight to the death or are you going to, you know, surrender, you know? So this is about two people's schools of thoughts, you know, they're competing, you know, what should we do? So it's really interesting. Uh, It's a political film, Mm -hmm. I have to say. definitely a very uh, gripping film and it's doing really really well and then there's a film called I can speak and that's the korean title is I can speak I can speak yes okay and it's uh, uh, also uh, based on a true story and about an um, old woman who uh, learns you know she wants to learn english and uh, so there's this uh, young man who is
0: oh i've i've heard of this you okay a friend of mine blogged about this does does it well, I don't want to give we it don't away. We don't any want to spoilers, give it away. Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay.
1: But but so that movie is also it opened uh, a couple of weeks ago. It has great word of mouth. Uh, it's do, doing really well as well. And the fourth film uh, is the Outlaws or the Criminal City. The Korean title is Bomje Dushi.
0: Bomje Dushi.
1: And it is an action movie. It's a crime thriller. It's also loosely based on a true story hmm. so all these Korean films uh, are based on a true story and this one uh, stars uh, Ma dong you know, remember the, the guy from Train to Busan, you know, the kind of buffy guy? Oh yeah, the the big the big kind yeah. of shit him looking guy. Yeah, yeah. He's he plays a cop, really really tough cop, and he's uh, you know, basically by himself, he's just basically uh battling this uh, crime organization just by himself, you know. Mm. Really really entertaining. I could get into that. Yeah, it's a really entertaining film. So all these films uh four films are, you know, basically competing, you know, this weekend. And they're all doing well, mm-hmm. you know, which is good for the industry. You know, you don't want just one film to do well and the others, uh, flop. You mm-hmm. know, this, all films are doing well. So that means they're really healthy, you know?
0: I was about to say there seems to be no specific formula that's necessary for a Chuseok-released film. These are all across the board in terms of genre and appeal. It's not like it needs to be like a, a everything-blows-up kind of movie. For, no, no.
1: You know. you know, what's interesting is that Chuseok usually, we used to have a uh, sort of a, a specific type of movies which used to do well uh, during the Chuseok holiday. Hmm. Uh, for instance, uh, in Chuseok holiday, Jackie Chan movies did well. Wow, that's yep. a throwback. <laughs> Jackie Chan. Yep. Uh, and uh, many of Jackie Chan's films, uh, you know, uh, premiered uh, during the Chuseok Holiday. Uh, we're talking about Drunken Master, Project A. Remember those movies?
0: Yeah, I mean, these are almost kind of B movies <laughs> in a way. <laughs> well, I
1: mean, you know, these were yeah. like uh, A movies in Korea right. uh, back then. Uh, Super Cop, yeah. you know, and uh, Rush Hour, Part 1, Part 2. I always
0: these- wondered why Korea never came out with its own comedy, martial arts, Kind of hero or or action hero. I guess that's Yi Byung-hun in a way.
1: Yeah, but Lee byung wasn't really a, like a true martial artist. I think mm. that, uh, you know, because what's interesting, I mean, of course, Bruce Lee and, 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 and Jackie Jet Chan. Jet and
0: Jackie Chan. They were
1: all trained in the martial arts. Unfortunately, in Korea, we don't have, we never had that kind of a, a true martial art champion who became an actor. Got it. Or vice versa. Mm. Uh But so you might ask, why Jackie Chan during the Chuseok holiday? Well, I think it's because, um again, you know, because the Chuseok is the time when families gather, you know, families, you know, you don't want to go see a film that's. Basically, uh, too adult, you know, mm-hmm. like a too violent or too mm-hmm. uh, sensual or whatever. And, and, you know, Jackie Chan's films uh, often appeal to the families. Yeah. Uh, everybody, it, it just basically appealed to everybody. So people used to do that. And then, of course, uh, in terms of Korean movies, uh, a lot of times, you know, these comedies uh, used to do well during the Choose a Holiday. So uh, back in the early 2000s, uh, such movies like uh, Marry the Mafia, mm-hmm. I don't know if you know that movie. Uh, the Korean title is Gamun의 Ka- Ka- Yongwang. OK, uh, this is about a, just a regular like kind of a, a guy who is married into the mafia family in Korea. And he's he's like this elite guy who went to the you know top school. Now he has to deal with the, his in-laws, you know, who are, you know, basically the
0: sort of the extended crime family. There's one of those, it seems, in every culture. I mean, there was a big film in the U.S. called Married to the Mafia, right?
1: Is it married to the mob? Married to the mob. You've yeah, got that's, it. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. So marrying the mafia is is the Korean version and then my wife is a gangster mm-hmm. is another film where uh the wife of of a uh, the crime boss, you know, sort of she takes over and and so this is a uh sort of action mm-hmm. uh, gangster comedy. So these films were like big trend in the early 2000s and they were funny, you know, they didn't really require many Plots or like you know, uh, intricate you know, character characterizations. They had action, so you wanted to see a movie with your parents without being embarrassed. You know, it was perfect. You know,
0: simple premise. You just go from bit to bit. Mm-hmm.
1: But then in the late nineties, um, so these were sort of the so during the true sock, You know, we'll go see uh, this kind of movies, but then. Two things happened in the late 90s, which changed the Korean film scene forever. Uh, the first thing is construction of multiplexes. That seems like a, a great thing for movies. It, it Yeah, it was definitely, I mean, you know, so three major conglomerates, you know, they started building these multiplexes around the country. So, you know, it changed the movie going experience in Korea before, you know, movie theaters were. Movie theaters usually you have this first rate uh uh screens in like downtown Seoul mm. and then the rest screens were just like not as good you know and then people would have to flock you know would have to go into downtown Seoul to I see, see movies but now you have great theaters all around you know in your neighbor so people like uh older generation, you know, like, hey, you know, theaters are nice now, you know, that you have a good seats, you know, comfortable seating, you've got the state of the art equipment, your projection, sound system, let's go see a movie. So people started going to see more movies before, you know, people uh in the like, for instance, 90s, you know, people will maybe go see one or two movies a year. Mm-hmm. Now people, hey let's go see more movies so that also of course you know changed the uh sort of the movie going experience and and because of that uh and hollywood blockbusters also uh you know like you know they would come out in the summertime so people uh, we'll go see movies all the year round. Yes. So Chuseok, basically the you know before we were kind of okay. We got a if you have a Korean film, you want to debut the film in Chuseok holiday, and then you mm-hmm. make the most money. But you now, splash it all over the. You place don't here. have to do that anymore, you know, because mm-hmm. people will go see movies all year round.
0: We could almost do a whole segment just on. Distribution of movies and the ramifications with these multiplexes comes sort of a concentration of power too, and the power to distribute movies and the the sort of sureness that you've got this chain of distribution for your films, and that kind of has encouraged serialization and things like that, sequels, and mm-hmm, reliable sure. formulas.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and another thing ha- uh, that happened in the ni- late nineties, you know, which changed the Korean film I- scene uh, dramatically is. The beginning of the Busan International Film Festival.
0: Oh, perfect. I was wondering when you'd get to that. <laughs> Busan Film Fest. We're coming up right on it.
1: Yeah. Well, it used to be called the Busan, you know, with a P, but now it's a, it's a Busan with a B, you know, because the city changed its name from, well, I mean, we never changed the name. We just <laughs> changed the spelling of yeah. it uh, from, Busan, uh, uh, from Busan to Busan. So the festival for a long time was known as a PIF, you know. PIF. Pusan International Film Festival, but they kept actually the name Pusan for a while until while the, the city changed its name to Busan. So people were confused, you know, where do we go? And uh, mm. Pusan is no longer around, you know. <laughs> I'm
0: not looking for Pusan. <laughs> but now the Bus- festival changed yeah.
1: to Pusan. Uh, uh, so the festival now is celebrating its 22nd uh, edition, you know, which is impressive. I mean, if you think about it. So the festival began in uh, 1996. And uh, t- personally, uh, I really have this very special attachment to the festival because I actually worked on the f- very first festival. Stop
0: it. You were there at that 1996 one. Yeah. Wow. Were you there? Oh, no, no. I no. was in Atlanta, the Olympics.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, but that's interesting. Wow.
1: I was, I was a volunteer. I was an interpreter. And um, so, I was flown in from, because at that time, we didn't have enough volunteers who spoke, I guess, uh, who are bilingual. Mm -hmm. So, the festival director asked me, hey, can you, you know, I was living in New York at the time, can you actually... Come to Busan and work on the festival. We can't pay you, but we will fly you and we'll put you up. It's like, all right, free tri- <laughs> trip <laughs> With to We this low-budget
0: operation, the, the Busan Film Festival, back in those days.
1: Yeah, so, so I did that. And then, you know, I mean, I, you know, just back then, uh, the festival was really, really small. But I think that a lot of these foreign uh, uh, international guests, a lot of them mm-hmm. are festival programmers and critics. They were really impressed by the the whole hospitality Uh, how friendly, friendly, you know, people were. And uh, this festival also, you know, people realized, oh, my God, Koreans can drink.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's one of the side lessons people learned. Was it edgy? What do you mean by that? Well, Uh, I mean, nowadays it's a a very mainstream kind of festival. It's gotten successful, which is not to say it's not edgy. It may well be. mm -hmm. But in its earlier days, uh, on salad days and shoestrings, one of the things that a film festival can offer is that, hey, we'll play those edgy things and we'll we'll invite those films that uh, perhaps the more mainstream places won't show.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the festival was definitely less commercial, uh, I mean, commercialized. I mean, it was really kind of a small operation. And, you know, the thing about it is that at the time, it was a big shock to the, the, the sort of movie lovers and uh, the film students and the, you know, the filmmakers, and because we weren't exposed to like some of these really cool, interesting, quirky, offbeat, uh, edgy films from all around the world. And these films were, you know, basically we were introduced to these films. Mm-hmm. So that really kind of, I think, helped the film uh, culture in general. Mm-hmm. I think that, uh, if you think about it, late 90s is when the Korean cinema actually started, you know, really kind of maturing. Uh, And And we've talked
0: about that before. Let's flash forward to 2017. We've got it coming up in a matter of weeks, a matter of days, I think we can say. So what's it like this year? What are we looking at?
1: Um, so, I mean, you know, the festival is is bigger than ever as always, uh, and uh, this year, um, unfortunately, I'm not going to the festival because I've got I got to make my own movie. I, you know, I'm you know. Still oh, preparing. we're going to
0: talk about that eventually when you're ready to <laughs> peel the curtain. back Sure, on sure, that. sure. But give me some of the highlights.
1: Uh, so, so the festival this year uh, um, opens with a film called The Glass Gardens. The Korean title is uh, Yuri Changwon. Mm-hmm. Its direct translation, and it was a new Korean film uh, directed by Shin Suwon. Uh, she's best known. Known for films like Pluto and Madonna. Um, you know, she's definitely one of the, the rising stars in the, the indie world. And this film stars uh, Moon geun And then uh, we have some high-profile movies from overseas. Uh, the Shape of Water by Guillermo del Toro. That's a premiering in wow. Korea. Mother by Darren Aronofsky. Uh, and Manhunt, the new John Woo film. That's also a premiering. It's exciting. And there's a film called The Tokyo Vampire Hotel. Just based on the title, I want to see this film. <laughs> yeah, some <laughs> and,
0: titles just rope you in.
1: Yes, and and on the Korean side, I'm really curious about Oh uh, Myel's new film, Mermaid Unlimited. Mermaid Unlimited. Yes, Oh uh, Myel uh, uh, directed a film called The Chisel uh, a few years ago. It won the best uh, picture at Sundance Film Festival. So I'm really looking forward to this film. Uh, supposedly, this film is about women divers of Jeju Island, Hanyo. Uh, who take up synchronized swimming.
0: Oh, wow, diversifying. So they're not holding their breath for a couple of minutes underwater now, they're they're getting into synchronized swimming.
1: Yeah, but I don't think it's a formulae comedy. Uh, just, you oh, know, really? I don't know. I mean, it's just based on, on his w- previous work. It'll be interesting to see what this film is about. And then also Kim Sung-ho, the director of How to Steal a Dog, has a new film called A Notebook from My Mother. Uh, that's also Those films are world premieres, and I'm looking forward to uh, definitely seeing those films. So they're ton of uh, a variety of uh, movies, uh, um, you know, being offered at the festival. So if you go to, I guess, I'm sure you can uh, just look it up, um, and then uh, you know, there are many, many movies you you will, uh, uh, you know, the movies that you will enjoy. You know, you can look them up. And yeah. even
0: if you haven't made your full reservation, right, uh, the full enchilada ticket. You can just t- train down and try your luck and maybe you'll yeah, get yeah: some,
1: some of, of the films, especially if you go there on the weekends, it probably it'll be sold out, you know, mm-hmm. but I'm sure during the week, you know, um, you, you may uh, have better luck.
0: Why not catch the yeah. KTX down there? Get excited. The Busan Film Festival is getting underway, and a lot of great movies are in town. That's our time one, so thank you very much for coming in. Thank you. The 12th to the 21st of October. Those are the formal dates of the Busan Film Festival. We're going to come back with a look at a Korean traditional
1: wedding in planet Korea right after this.